This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Unconventional Gal, Forging Your Own Path, with me, your host, Cherokee. So this week, I do not have a guest, and generally every other week, I have a guest. So this week, I thought I would do something a little bit different because I get asked all the time about celebrities I've met and living in LA and seeing celebrities. And I do have to say, uh, between living in LA, working on Warped Tour for so many years, working for you know venues here, working in film production, I have met my fair share of celebrities big and small. So I thought it might be just kind of a fun departure from my normal podcast to just talk about celebrities. So to start with this week, before we get into our celebrity talk, I'm actually very excited because if you heard a few weeks ago, I had my first Cherry's confessional confessional and I had a second one that I had accidentally deleted and she had heard and they re-sent their Cherry's confessional. I'm very excited. So this month's cherry confessional is this secrets i watch super bitchy and girly tv dramas to remind myself how thankful i am to not have to live that kind of life also i listen to spa music when i use the bathroom to relax myself and have a mini me moment uti sisters so if you guys listened a few weeks ago i was talking about pelaxing because i get frequent bladder infections so, so yay for <laughs> uti sisters as weird as that is i like the idea of spa music when you're using the bathroom to relax. I feel like spa music is generally relaxing. So if you guys maybe do or don't know, but I am an esthetician and I have a skincare studio in Glendale, California. And so I do facials a lot. Originally, when I started doing facials in my space, I was like, okay, I'll just put spa music on. But spa music is so relaxing that for me as a working human being, I get so relaxed that I get sleepy and I want to take a nap, which could wind up being a very strange situation. So I actually had to make my own playlist of mellow music that wasn't necessarily spa music. So I can see why spa music would be relaxing in a bathroom situation. And also yay to girly TV dramas. I'm actually binging Gossip Girl right now on HBO. Let me tell you, the first season does not hold up. There is a lot of problematic stuff. I mean, there's problematic stuff through the whole show, but the first season especially. So there you go. If anybody wants to submit a deep dark secret to Cherry's Confessional, please either email me at theonlycherrydollface at gmail.com or you can text me 818-640-7188. Text me your deep dark secrets and they are anonymous. All right, so let's get into some celebrity gossip. I don't want to be too gossipy. I'm not going to really gossip. I'm just going to talk about my experience with people. And let me tell you, living in LA and having friends that work with celebrities very closely, I hear gossip and especially friends of mine that, you know, provide services where they're in celebrities' homes. And that is not the goal of my podcast today. I just kind of want to tell you my experience personally. I'm not going to tell you stuff that I've heard. So I also want to preface this just by saying that meeting someone once doesn't always give you an accurate representation of who that person is or how they are 
normally. I have to tell you, being somebody that has, you know, a little bit of attention myself, I'm by no means a celebrity, but you know, I have people that follow me and I go to Viva and I do signings and that is a small part of my life. And there's days, I mean, I've been on tour before and my grandma died or my uncle died or I was in the middle of a divorce or, you know, you just never know. And those aren't the things that I'm necessarily telling my clients or my followers that are coming up to take pictures of me. So I might be a little off and it might be because I'm having a day and it has nothing to do with my normal demeanor. I would like to think that on a normal day, I am generally very friendly and ready to chat. But you know what? Everybody has their days. So I have to tell you that any of these celebrities that I've only met once might not be a great representation if I didn't have a great perspective of them. And please keep that in mind too for you guys that have met celebrities or have heard stories from people that have met celebrities. Also too, living in LA, you realize really quickly, and I've realized this really quickly too from the little bit of attention I get, that when people are just trying to live their lives, it can get really intense having fans and paparazzi and people around all the time asking for pictures and autographs and trying to talk and trying to get their attention. So yeah, I mean, that's got to make a person edgy. I get it. They're just trying to live. They're still human beings. My own experience with this. So Viva is kind of my experience where I feel like the tiny bit of the overwhelming feeling that a celebrity would feel in their everyday life. Because at Viva, you have like 20,000 people. My following is largely represented there. So it's, it's you know, a lot of girls that are excited and they want a picture and they want to chat. And it's great. I would never begrudge that. But it, it can get overwhelming. And I was at Viva one year and I had like 20 minutes. I had just just judged the pinup contest and then I had a signing to be at. And I hadn't eaten all day. I was starving. And at the car show back then, there wasn't any food at the car show. So you had to walk all the way back to the hotel, which was a pretty long walk, and then go to the food court. And we sat down, got our food, and he had to go to the bathroom. So he left me by myself. And I was like literally scarfing pasta from Sparrow into my face hole, trying not to mess up my lipstick. And a gal came up as I was like mid-chew and she's like, hey, can I get a picture? And I was like, totally, can I just finish my food first? I wasn't rude. I was just kind of like, I'm trying to eat here. And she was like, oh, sorry, never mind." And she like left in a huff. And I just imagine the stories she tells people now of rude cherry doll face and how she was snubbed by me you know, and probably didn't tell in that story that I was in the middle of eating and I just asked for a minute. So, you know, that kind of gave me that perspective of like, "Mm, okay, like some of these stories you hear about celebrities being rude might not necessarily be portrayed in a, a real unbiased light, I guess you could say. Also too, at Viva, I get asked for pictures in the bathroom. Like I will literally walk out of a stall and somebody's like, can I take a picture? And I'm like, can I wash my hands first? <laughs> so it's like, you know, there's time and place for everything. Okay, let's get into the juice. So first I'm going to actually talk about celebrities that I have seen and not met because I used to live in Hollywood and so I would just see celebrities out all the time. One that I saw that I was very excited about, if anybody watches Downton Abbey, the actor that plays Matthew, I cannot remember his name. He's an English actor. It was James and I, it was our anniversary dinner and we went for drinks afterwards at this like really fancy cocktail bar downtown LA. And he walked in and I was like, that guy looks familiar. This is the funny thing living in LA when you see celebrities. And I've heard this conversation so many times where someone goes, you look really familiar. What high school did you go to? Or how would I know you? Like people think that they know someone from you know, personal life. And then it comes out like, oh, I'm actually on Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Like they're familiar to you because you've seen them on a TV show. So that's kind of how it was with him. And I realized who he was. So I was like, well, now I have to spy on him. So I made James switch spaces with me (laughs) in the 
little booth where we were drinking our cocktails so that I could spy on him. I have to say he was very handsome. He was wearing the worst shoes ever, but I think that is like a Americans versus Europeans. We have different tastes in clothing. I think, I think the shoes that he was wearing were just very like UK, very European. So <laughs> what an asshole am I to judge his shoes, but you guys want the juice and I'm here to give you the juice. I also used to live by um, a grocery store in Hollywood that all the celebrities that lived in the Hollywood Hills would go to. So I saw Kristen Bell there once and let me tell you when I say I've never seen a human that was more radiant. She's cute and pretty when you see her on TV, but in person, it was like the light was shining down from the heavens. Like her skin was glowing. She was beautiful, like absolutely gorgeous, pretty small, but beautiful. I also saw Minnie Driver at that same grocery store and she was pushing her son in a cart and talking on the phone and she was like screaming like, you fucking blah, blah. Like, I don't know what was happening in her life that day. No judgment. We've all had those days, but you know, we're not all Minnie Driver pushing our cart in the grocery store. So she looked just how you would think she would look. I also saw Anna Kendrick at that same grocery store and she looked how you think she would look. She was also really short, like maybe like five two. She was one of those two that has like such a unique voice that when I heard her speak, I was like, oh my God, that's totally Anna Kendrick. Super weird. At that same grocery store, this is actually the last one that I saw at the grocery store, but um, Adam Levine, I saw him there once. He was way taller in person than I thought he would be. He's probably like 6'1 or 6'2. And for some reason, I always thought that he was really short. I also have to say, I am not a fan of Maroon 5. I think his voice is super annoying. And I think he's like kind of meh in pictures as far as how he looks. I know everyone raves about how hot he is. But in person, he was way more attractive. Kind of like the Kristen Bell thing. I don't know what it was, but because I kind of looked and I was like, ooh, that guy's a babe. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's Adam Levine. Because I recognized his tattoos. James worked for Kesha for a long time and I was at one of her shows in LA and I heard a voice behind me and James and I looked at each other at the same time and we were like, oh my God, that voice, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And like, of course, you know his voice. So we both turned around and he was just like standing there. He was wearing shell toe Adidas, which I was like, oh, excuse me, Arnold, you are super cool in your hip clothes. I guess someone he was with loved Kesha. So that's why he was at the show. I didn't talk to him, but I heard he was mega nice. And I heard him talking to people and he seemed like just like super nice down to earth. Very strange when you hear the voice of the Terminator behind you, just like casually talking. But he did say something where he was like, ah, <laughs> we just laughed so hard. So here's another disclaimer. I do not ask celebrities for pictures ever. I think I have pictures with like two or three celebrities because I think it's really intrusive. I, it feels weird to me. I also don't get starstruck. I just think it's kind of funny. So it's not something that I'm like, oh my God, I have to get a picture or an autograph. It's just not really my thing. But this one celebrity is Michael Rappaport. If you guys know who he is, he's an actor. He's really funny. He has red hair. But I saw him at my local pizza place and... I was like, should I get a picture? Should I get a picture? Ugh. And I hesitated and he walked out. And to this day, it was like 10 years ago. I wish I had have gotten a picture with him because he was one of the cooler ones that I saw. I did also see Dickie Barrett. I've met Dickie Barrett. I met him when I was a teenager. He played a show at like our just local venue. And that was when the Boss Tones were like at their peak of popularity. And he was just like standing at the bar before the show and nobody was really in the venue. So I walked up to him and I was like, hey, how's it going, Dickie Barrett? He was so nice, so incredibly nice. And I did see him at Mel's Diner years and years later, obviously living here now in LA. He was so well-dressed. He was wearing like hot pink argyle socks and like a bow tie. And he just looked so cute. And I snuck a selfie with him and my ex got so mad. But I did it anyway because I love Dickie Barrett and who cares? He looked nice. 
I also saw Jane Fonda once. I was working a sample sale and she came in. I didn't talk to her. I don't know if she was nice or not, but she looked beautiful. But I love Jane Fonda. So just laying my peepers on her was enough for me. Okay, so those are people that I have seen around town, but I have not met. Let's talk about people that I met on my years working on Warp Tour. So my first year on Warp Tour, I worked for Oliver Peck. And then the last couple of years I worked on Warp Tour, I actually worked the guest list. So my first year on Warp Tour, when I was just doing merch, I kind of just knew people you know, from being on the tour. But when I worked the guest list, I actually interacted with a lot of the bands because obviously they wanted their wives and girlfriends and all of that business to come. So I'm not going to get into every single band that I met because some of them are more obscure. And honestly, there were a lot of bands on that tour. I didn't know who they were. And I guess they're really big, like Asking Alexandria and Of Mice and Men and ah, those kind of bands. It just wasn't my type of music. So to me, I don't consider those guys celebrities. They were just like dudes that would hang out. I do have to say, Asking Alexandria, those guys were not very friendly. Just very like cocky. A lot of the Warp Tour bands that were like tattooed from tops of the heads to bottoms of the feet before they were 25, they just, I think a lot of them got famous really fast or like popular really fast and it kind of went to their heads. But the bands that I actually did work with and like chill with, Bad Religion, super, super nice guys. They're older guys, so they're just like all really mellow. No effects mixed reviews on those guys. I actually have met them a bunch of times. I was on tour with them many, many years. So I've never actually met Hefe. I can't say anything about him. Smelly, their drummer, nicest guy in the world. Him and I have had lots of awesome conversations. He's super, super awesome. Melvin, guitar player, super nice guy, a little spacey, kind of a space cadet. Fat Mike, kind of a jerk, but that's what you'd expect from Fat Mike. I think he kind of has this persona and he sticks to it. So it's like not like it was a big surprise. The one funny one that I met on Warped Tour, though, was Mick Lovin. If you guys ever saw, um, ah, super bad. That's what it's called. He came to Warped Tour, like he checked in. I, you know, I would check in whoever through the guest list, and he was really nice. He was another one of those that I was like, do I know you? <laughs> Dustin Diamond, the actor that played Screech, he also came to Warped Tour, but he just passed away a few days ago. So RIP to Dustin Diamond. I didn't talk to him. I've always heard that he's really nice just from people that were on the tour. I also made a lot of homies on that tour. So the dudes in Bayside, I didn't know them before Warped Tour, but now they're they're all homies. Super nice guys. Every single one of those guys is like the most talented, sweetest, most down to earth nice guys. Same can be said for Gallows. Gallows, I don't know if they're a band. Uh, they are a band still, but they don't have the same members. But the original lineup of Gallows, all of those guys, super nice. I actually had some ex experience with my work situation where I needed a bus to stay on a lot and they would always let me stay in their empty bunk. Yeah, those guys became brothers too. 303, those guys, super nice. We were in Denver, which is their hometown, 303, where that comes from. And my sister and her boyfriend came to visit. They were in high school. And it was when 303 was like the most popular band. They were huge in their hometown, which is really big for bands. And my sister wanted to meet them really bad, my sister and her boyfriend. So I just was like, hey, guys, would it be okay? And they were like, totally. Like, they were both super nice, like took pictures with them. I remember the taller one being nicer than the shorter one. I don't know their names. <laughs> There's also some controversial celebrities that were on Warp Tour for many years. The first one is Ronnie Radke. I don't remember the name of the band that he was in, but most people just know him by his name. He was slimy. I don't know if that's the right word. He had a pit bull on tour and I walked by and like was petting him. I didn't know who he was and I had red hair then. And he's like, oh, my dog loves redheads. Like he was just kind of like that guy, just kind of like I was saying before, like the schmoozy band guy. That was the impression that I got of him. Black Veil Brides, super nice guys. It was funny on Warped Tour because a lot of the music was 
kind of from the generation under me. So I was like a little bit too old for a lot of these bands. So Blood on the Dance Floor is one of those that is very controversial. And there's been a lot of things that have come out since we were on tour together. So Davi Vanity, who is one of the singers, he was just how you would think he was. I believe all the rumors about him. He would he texts me a few times a little weird and like definitely feel that. But Javon Monroe, who now is a friend of mine, sweetest. He's so freaking beautiful. He actually went on to do a drag show called Dragula. He's just lovely and great and funny and dark. And like, he's just into like weird, dark shit. And that's just his thing. And it's great. So the last one that is on my Warped Tour list is Jeffree Star. If you've met me in person, I tell my Jeffree Star stories. He was my least favorite human on that tour. Just so rude to everybody such a star fucker just like anybody that was famous on the tour he would be all over them and be so nice and anybody that he deemed unworthy or unfamous so rude when my first year on warp tour i didn't have production showers which meant you know there's five to six hundred people on the tour every day and when you're in a small venue sometimes there's only like two showers for everybody to share and obviously you know the showers are are split boys and girls that's just the way it was back then this was 12 years ago you would wait in line for a shower and sometimes the line was really long. But when you're outside sweating all day in the middle of the summer on warp Tour, you wait in line for a shower. So I was sitting in line for the shower in the bathroom and he walked in and he always had like his like cronies. So he walked in with his two dancers and he looked around and he goes, is this the line for the shower? And we were like, yeah, back of it's back there. And he looked and like kind of like scoffed and he was like, Ugh, I'm on my period anyway. And just like, walk, like, it was just one of those like, why, like, why, why do you have to be shitty? We're all tired and sweaty and dirty and we've all worked all day while you sat on your tour bus, like filing your pretty nails. And I was on tour with him for a few years and he would say shit on stage that was just disgusting. Like the things he would tell his fans and like, not a good impression. Those are my Warped Tour people. So let's talk about... I don't know, just celebrity, celebrity. The first one was Steven Tyler. So I was actually in Steven Tyler's music video. He did a solo project and he had a song called Feel So Good. If anybody wants to YouTube it, you'll see me in it. Steven Tyler was probably one of the kindest celebrities I ever worked with. I was just, you know, an extra in his music video. He made sure on that set that day, it, we filmed that music video for 22 hours. We were all there for 22 hours, including him. Oh, I forgot. Nicole Scherzinger was in it too. She was like the featured artist. She was not friendly at all. And it was weird because he was so sweet. And it, for me, I'm like, he's this like crazy rock star and you're like who and you're being rude and he's being nice but he just like he went and made sure he introduced himself to every single person on set like even the PAs and he came up to me and we talked about tattoos he's like oh I like your tattoos I was like thanks I like yours and he was like yeah mine are a little older than yours I was like yeah probably by like 100 years I didn't say that but you know and also weird side note my one of my best friends trains his dogs and so I've like had his dogs on my lap which is really weird such a sweet guy and in the middle we were like having a break and it was getting really late everyone was tired and he just like jumped on stage and started singing just singing singing and his voice is crazy amazing another one that's kind of like random like I was saying before James worked for Kesha for a long time so I went to a bunch of her shows she did a cruise and she invited you know she let the wives and girlfriends come and so I went to that and you have gone to her Christmas party and gone to a few things she's so sweet like, she's so nice to her crew. She's really super down to earth, just like a normal chick. I think everything that she's gone through with her old producer and 
you know, the sexual assault and all the things that she's fighting very publicly. I commend her for fighting all of that very publicly. I think she's a really, really nice person. And I hope that, you know, all of that stuff works out really well for her. But can't say good, enough good things about Kesha. Patrick Starr is another one. Uh, some people may not know who he is, but if you guys are in the YouTube world, Patrick Starr is a social media influencer. He's a makeup artist. He has a line of cosmetics at Sephora. I actually won a spot in a Benefit Cosmetics brow contest years ago, and we all had coaches. He was the coach for my team. We had four people. Oh, and also, oh, what's his name? James Charles. He was another coach. He was actually really nice. I know he's gotten a lot of flack and there's been a lot of controversy, but to me, he seemed really nice. But Patrick Starr, I have to say, in the influencer world, the nicest, most down to earth. He brings his family everywhere. His brother, Peter, is his, he films all of his stuff. He's very about family and supporting. And even after he was my coach, we've kept in contact. He put me on his PR list for his cosmetics. Anytime I send him a message, he replies instantly. You know, a lot of what you see when he's being over the top is character, but him as a human being, he's just so sweet, more soft-spoken and kind and I just, I can't say enough good things. And you know, there's so many influencers that are just complete shitheads and you think they would be so sweet from the way they are on their social media and they're not. And he just is such a great human. So support everything he does. Probably one of my most exciting celebrity meetings for me personally, eight or nine years ago, I got a call and was invited to be in a music video that David Lynch was doing. If you guys don't know who David Lynch is, he did... Twin Peaks. He did Blue Velvet. Uh, he's done so many movies and shows. Just Google him. He will come up. But I was a super mega movie nerd, film nerd, show nerd when I was in high school. And David Lynch was like the upper echelon. So I showed up. There was like eight of us in the music video. It was eight of us and him. It was for a song he did. You can, you can look it up on YouTube too. It's called Crazy Clown Time. Pre I'm prefacing this with it was the weirdest fucking project I've ever were done there was a topless girl in it and I was offered to be the topless girl and I turned it down it paid an extra hundred dollars and I was like mm, I don't think I want my boobs on the internet forever so um and the girl that did it had great boobs and it all worked out for the best but it was just I think like five or ten people on the crew eight of us in the vid video and him and he was so nice so nice first he walked in and I was like who is this guy he was wearing like baggy ripped clothes with like paint stains on him. He looked like he had just like rolled around in the wilderness and then showed up. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it was David Lynch at first until I saw his face because we were filming at nighttime. Again, he came up to every one of us and shook our hands and said, thank you so much for being in my video, which it was like, uh, duh. Like I'm not going to not be in a David Lynch music video. But yeah, he was great. And even in directing, he was really sweet. I've heard that his sometimes his directing gets a little over the top and he was not like that with any of us at all. He was like very gentle. He's really soft-spoken, like really, really, like almost like whispery. Another one that I will always love, one of the first jobs I did in film production just as a PA, I worked on a the Kevin Hart short. I think it was on HBO. It was when Kevin Hart was just getting famous. And so I didn't know who he was. But it was his project and I worked on it. And again, it was a really small crew and it was just him and a few comedian friends. And he was, first of all, he's really short, <laughs> like really short, which everybody knows. They always talk about it. But I'm 5'5 five five and I feel like he might have actually been shorter than me. But he came up to me at one point and he was like, hey, do you think you can get me the phone number for this thing? And he was just 
so kind and just very like, please and thank you. And just the way he talked to the crew and everybody, he was so, so nice. And I remember when he kind of started getting famous, I always rooted for him because I knew he was just like such a nice dude. I know he's had controversy and I know there was a cheating scandal and all of that. But all I can say is as someone that has worked with him, he was really, really nice. Hype Williams was another one I worked with that was awesome. If you guys don't know who Hype Williams was, he directed like every hip hop R&B music video through the 90s and early 2000s. If anybody ever watched Making the Video, Hype Williams did so many of those episodes on MTV. He was just like a really, really big music video director. He might have done other directing things, but I know he was known for music videos. I actually worked with him on a music video he did with Robin Thicke. I couldn't remember his last name. I actually never met Robin. I uh, just did some of the pre-production work, but Hype Williams was so nice and so cute. <laughs> also in that same production team, I worked on a project with Nicki Minaj. She was probably the worst celebrity I've ever worked with. So rude, so self-entitled, terrible, absolutely terrible. But I feel like that's not surprising. She kind of is known for her diva behavior, but yeah, it's exactly what you would have thought. So I did a, a short thing, um, worked on a short thing that Macy Gray was on. And James actually worked for Macy Gray for a bunch of years. I can't really say anything good or bad about her. She was a little odd. I mean, we all know if we've you've heard Macy sing, if you've heard her speak, her voice is like her cadence is a little bit strange. It's just the way that she talks. But she was kind of walking through the venue, just kind of like talking to herself. And I think she was kind of just getting herself prepared for the show or whatever. So I don't think that she was like had lost the plot or anything. I just think she was like in the zone. So I don't really know what to say about her. Her outfit was great. She was wearing a like sequined houndstooth dress and it was beautiful. And her voice on her singing voice is so cool. Another one, another singer I met actually just recently in the last couple of weeks, Andra Day, who she, she just got nominated for a Golden Globe yesterday. So congratulations, Andra. She plays Billie Holiday in the new Billie Holiday biopic. So apparently she killed it. I haven't seen it yet. She's more known as a singer. She actually um, sang at the inauguration. So yeah, her star is definitely on the rise. Her and I have a mutual friend, uh, Tony, his vintage touch does her hair. And so I just went up to her and was like, hey, you know my friend Tony? And she was like, yeah. And we started talking and she was super sweet. We took a picture. She was one. I, we took a picture together just to send to Tony. So his mind would be blown that we were hanging out. But um, super nice, super beautiful, like so beautiful. And her voice. Oh my God. She did. She sang Under Pressure with Judith Hill. They did a duet of it. And those two voices, just absolutely beautiful. Perry Farrell was another one that I met. So nice. If you guys don't know who Perry Farrell is, he was a singer of Jane's Addiction. I think he might have had a facelift or some sort of work done because he looks really, really good and he's like 60. His wife was there also. I think her name is Letty or Letta. So sweet. She was hilarious and they were so in love. It was really, really cute. They were just kind of like in their own little love bubble. They performed together and it was great. But yeah, he was super nice, like no rock star attitude at all and really well-dressed. Corey Taylor, the singer of Slipknot, I met him once just backstage at a show that my friend, my friend was playing in a band with him. He was super nice. Another one, super short. Like, I don't think he's taller than 5'7". And that surprised me because in Slipknot, he seems like he would be really big. I actually have two friends now that are in Slipknot, which is really weird. My friend V-Man, I think, plays bass or guitar maybe. And my friend Jay drums for Slipknot. So weird. The world is weird. Those are actually more Warped Tour friends. V-Man was a tech for Gallows on Warped Tour. And Jay played in 
I think he played drums in Against Me on Warped Tour, so that's how I met him. So, other side story, Jay's dad is actually Max Weinberg, the famous drummer. I think he was on some late night show or something. So one celebrity that's weird that she's a celebrity now, she was my friend before she was a celebrity. If anybody knows who Tess Holliday is, she's a fabulous plus-size model, and now she does all kinds of stuff. She's an activist and a designer and a makeup artist, and we were friends on, I'd like, I think, Live Journal decades ago we met at a show one night and she's like well i'm forcing you to be friends with me now i was like okay but funny story about tess we worked for a clothing company together for a long time and so when we would do events like at vegas or whatever we would always share a hotel room together and we were sharing a hotel room and (laughs) our beds were next to each other and one night she went to get into her bed also let me tell you tess without a stitch of makeup on is the most beautiful human her skin her face she is freaking supermodel and i can attest because i've seen her without makeup but anyways so she gets into bed pulls the covers back and there's like a big hunk of brown something. Now, in my heart, I knew it was probably chocolate, but I kept saying it was poop and I kept trying to get her to eat it. And it became this big joke. And then from then on, I started calling her poop chunk for some reason. And now in my phone, she is Tess poop chunk. Um, Okay. Another, another bad one I met was actually Tyler, the creator. I did a music video with him. It was when he was just starting to get famous and he was such a dickhead. He was still young, but he was so rude and he was late and he was just not a fan of that kid another nice one i met melissa joan hart i was at the britney spears concert and she was sitting right next to me and i was actually with tess oddly enough and i think that was the same trip with the poop junk but she was behind us and the whole time tess and i were like do we ask for a picture do we ask for a picture and that was one of the few celebrities i got a picture with because tess pushed me into asking for the picture where we were sitting from her she was kind of below us like a level below us and so to get up to be able to take a picture she had to stand on a chair to get to our level so I was like do you mind if we take a picture she's like sure and she just like took her shoes off and hopped up on the chair and took a picture so I didn't have a long conversation or anything but she was just like really gracious in taking pictures with both of us and she was really sweet the last celebrity on my celebrity list was the best celebrity I ever met And James is in the room right now, smiling and nodding at me because he knows exactly who this is. We both met him a few weeks ago. Gary Oldman. And if you don't know who Gary Oldman is, you must live under a rock on an island with no internet or TV or anything. He was Dracula. He was True Romance. He was in the professional Batman. That's right. He's the uh, commissioner. Yeah. He is one of the most diverse actors he's played so many roles we both were like really nervous to meet him because we didn't want him to be an asshole and he is probably one of the only a-list 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 celebrities i've ever met and we were working very closely with him on a very small crew there was like 10 of us there and him so he showed up with his wife and i just went up to him and was like hey just so you know i'm taking pictures for social media for the venue he was like oh okay like so nice really soft-spoken really really soft-spoken we also thought he was going to be really short and he wasn't he was like five nine like probably average i thought he was going to be like kevin hart like little fella we kept looking at his face and being like oh my god that's gary altman (laughs) and he like got up he sang so it was during a david bowie tribute if you can find it google gary oldman sings i can't read by david bowie his version is actually better than the bowie version which is blasphemy but true His voice is amazing. And so he was singing and I was standing next to his wife and 
I was like, oh my God, he sings too? And she's like, oh, he does everything. He acts, he sings, he he does stuff around the house. And I was like, is there anything you can't do? And she said, she, first she goes, no. And then she stopped and she goes, well, no, he can't cook. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I feel better being a human knowing that Gary Oldman can't do everything. That is, that's the pinnacle of me. I don't think I'll ever meet a celebrity ever as cool as meeting Gary Oldman. I'm going to take some of your stories because you guys gave me some of your celebrity stories as well. So the first one is from Annabelle Rodriguez. She said, I have met Tyra Banks. She was really nice. I went to be an audience member and was so glad too. She showed us how to make almond milk at home. I also met Ozzy Osbourne at his book signing. I got to talk to him for a bit. He was mumbling a lot. Haha. Lastly, I also met Serge Tankian. I don't know how to pronounce that. I think he's a singer of System of a Down. She said, that was the best day ever. I had my kids get out early from school to drive to LA to go to his coffee launch where we got to meet him and take pictures with him. We also got to meet his brother. He was very nice. There you go. Some more nice celebrities. Annie Hirschman says, I was working at a restaurant inside a resort here in Phoenix. It was about 17 years ago. Billy Crystal and Robin Williams came in with their wives. I sat them in a corner to give them some shred of privacy. They were so friendly and silly. The staff spent the whole evening trying to keep a group of drunk bridesmaids away from the table. That's great. RIP Robin Williams. I've always heard he was really, really nice. You know what's the funny thing is that of all the celebrities I've met, the ones that are the higher level, like A-list, B-list celebrities are always really nice and gracious. It's always the like D-list, F-list celebrities that are the dickheads. This story is a good one. Lucy Culpin says, A couple of years ago, I took my then four-year-old son ice skating at Winchester Cathedral over Christmas. He managed to find his way to the edge of the ring and started trying to eat the chipped ice that had built up. I looked over and there was another small child doing exactly the same. I looked up at the dad and said, At least it's not just my kid being a dickhead. He laughed. I laughed. The kids ate disgusting ice chippings. I didn't realize who he was until we parted ways. And that's the story of how I met Josh Hartnett and called his kid a dickhead. I don't think he was too offended, though. He came to find us to say goodbye before he left. That makes me very happy because I am a very big fan of Penny Dreadful, and he is in that. All right, Jan Tonin just gave me a list. So here we go. Donnie Wahlberg, so nice. Charlie Day, nice. Henry Rollins, nice. Jella Biafra, strange. Not a surprise. Questlove, rude, which bums me out. Dave Attell, nice. Danny DeVito, nice. Stephen Page, nice. Lisa Marie Presley, nice, but quiet and shy. And again, you know, you never can judge people on one meeting, but if they're nice, that's always good. So now I'm going to take your questions about meeting a celebrity. So first question is from Catherine M. Delude. Which celebrity that you've met worked with was the nicest, which was the rudest? I mean, I would say that probably Patrick Starr has been the nicest because we've kept a relationship. I know he's not like a huge celebrity. You know, Steven Tyler. I would say Steven Tyler was the nicest. Just like so gracious, so nice to his crew. And the rudest... I would say a tie between Nicki Minaj and um, Tyler, the creator. Definitely. Oh, you know what? I would say Jeffree Star, probably the the rudest. I think Jeffree Star is the worst I've met out of all of them. I take that back. Nicki Minaj is a close second, but Jeffree Star is first for sure. Briar Bane Clothing says, last time you were starstruck. I The only time I think I've ever been starstruck by a famous person was when I met Gary Oldman. Like I actually had like nerves the night before. I met him like I was going to like be on stage or something. But otherwise, I don't really get starstruck because living in the city I do and the industry that I do, you just you see celebrities all the time. At Laura Deluxe asks, which celebrity has surprised you positively or negatively? So positively would be, again, Patrick Starr. Just surprised me because so many influencers are just so rude and I was just expecting that. And so I was like really pleasantly surprised. And then I would say negatively, actually a celebrity I didn't mention in my list before, 
um, that surprised me. I met Jenny Garth at that same sample sale I was working at that I saw Jane Fonda. And I actually met her because I was working in the dressing room. She was so rude. And I was thinking in my head, this was before the 90210 reboot. And I was like, you were like famous on a TV show two decades ago. And you're going to like have this shitty attitude. That's what I was kind of saying about like the D-list celebrities being the worst. That one surprised me. Jen Jen underscore Rivers asks, have you met Nick 13? If so, is he just as stunning in person as he is on stage? I have met Nick 13. Uh, not my type. He's also very short. I would, I think maybe like five, six or so. Not that there's anything wrong with guys being short or girls being short and just, you know, you always think of people as certain height and then you meet them and they're not that height. I do have to say though that a friend of mine, a close friend of mine that's in a band that toured with him told me this story that he had a severe fear of little people and there was a teenage fan that came to his dressing room and he saw her and he told his manager get that thing out of here so take that for what you will it is a secondhand story from somebody that was on the tour but this band that he toured with he is not very well liked with this band i never got a great impression i think he's really cocky so Sorry to burst your bubble. You asked. At Tiki Kwee fam, have you met any celebrities you felt would actually be a great friend? Yes. And this is another one I did not put in my original list. Bob the Drag Queen. I was on a uh, cruise with Kesha when James was working for her and Bob was one of the guests. And so she did like a dinner for all of the bands and performers and guests and just, you know, the crew. So it was private. And Bob was there and he walked by and I was like, I love you, Bob. Like, you're so beautiful. And he's like, oh, thanks. And then later he came and sat by me and he's like, you are so pretty and so nice. Let's talk. Be my friend. And we just chatted and he asked me all about social media and he gave me his phone number. He was like, we should collaborate. And he was just, he was one of those rare humans that he would talk to you and then, or ask you a question. And then he sat and listened and looked you in the eye and waited for an answer. And he was just so funny and sweet and he has a show on HBO I think it's called We Are Here and it's like a kind of a makeover show or like a drag queen makeover show and I cried every single episode but I feel like Bob if Bob lived in LA we probably would be friends okay Sawdust and Spice asked without names oddest celebrity experience so I'm saving I was saving this because I do not want to bust out this person because we have mutual friends but there is a celebrity that is a rock star in a band that was really well known in the 80s and the 90s and it was really strange because we spent the whole build-up to the performance he was doing just chatting and like in my head I was like oh my god I would totally be friends with this guy he's older much older than me probably my parents age but he was like so interesting and we talked about like metaphysics and like all this great stuff I told him I was there you know doing social media and I posted some of the content that I took and apparently he freaked out and contacted his management and made them take everything down and it was like this big diva moment and it was like my head was spinning like I th he was so nice like I thought he was like such a class act rock star and then turned into this like weird diva so I'm not gonna say his name because you know I don't think he's a bad person I just think he just had a diva moment and that was it those are all the celebrities I can remember I can think of I'm sure there are more in there I was like sitting in front of my computer racking my brain but I feel like those are the highlights the highs and the lows and the um, the in-betweens. So hopefully you found this interesting. I just want to take a minute to shout out my Patreons, my patrons. 
Molly Mayhem, Amy Long, Karen Kuzminski, Shelby Franks Fasano, Vintage Dreamer, Courtney Martin, Sarah Elizabeth, Andy with an I, Alexandra Franks, Chloe Kingler, Jen, Michelle, Monica Bagan, Nikki Thompson, Rachel McLeod, and Tia Marie. Thank you guys for being my patrons. Uh, I hope you guys found that this interesting. I hope you didn't find it too gossipy. I'm, all I can speak on is my own experience. And like I said, good people have bad days. And so I don't think that a chance meeting uh, makes somebody a good or a bad person. I think it just, you know, it's my own unique experience with that person. And again, people can change. You never know. On my off weeks where I don't have guests, like I said, I, I want to just do more like chats about pop culture or about what's happening in my life, you know, less topic-based things. So if you like this, please let me know. Please review my podcast if you find it in your heart. And you know what? Don't be an asshole. And until next time, here's me waving like a maniac. Bye, everyone.